listening to the DeCesare Group Podcast. I'm your host, Jim DeCesare, and thank you for joining us. This week, our guest is a man who has put community first for most of his life. More details in a moment. Hey, do me a favor and please follow the DeCesare Group on Facebook, X, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and subscribe to our newsletter, Soki Economic Development and Business News, on our website, thedeCesareGroup.com. And, of course, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and leave us a nice review. On this week's program, I sit down with a true Kentucky legend, a man whose impact on Bowling Green and Warren County stretches decades and continues to shape our future. He's the Honorable Jody Richards, a retired member of the Kentucky House of Representatives and the longest-serving Speaker of the House in the state's history. Here's my conversation with Speaker Jody Richards. Mr. Speaker, thanks for being on the program. Well, thank you, Representative DeCessory. De <laughs> I'm glad to be here, sir. Well, it's it's uh, been a long time coming, and, and we'll just get started here. You know, you are the longest-serving, you know this, the longest-serving <laughs> Speaker of the House in Kentucky. But you've had a you've had a huge impact on the uh, state's legislative landscape. Discuss some of the uh, key initiatives you championed during your tenure and, and how they have benefited Bowling Green and Warren County specifically. Well, uh, of course, education was my uh, main goal. I, it was It's so important. Uh, Kentucky has not had uh, not been known for public education very much, and I wanted to make sure that we tried to move our state forward, uh, elementary, secondary, and higher education. And uh, that was certainly one of the things. The other thing was transportation. Uh, it, that's another key element. Uh, we worked hard to get uh, uh, I-65 six-laned, and uh, the exciting thing was the last night I came home from the legislature, I was able to drive on the on a six-laned I-65 all the way home, <laughs> and that uh, uh, and that's such an important road. We also. Uh, four-laned uh, US 6880 from Bowling Green to Murray mm -hmm. and uh, uh, five-laned uh, 231 from Bowling Green to Scottsville. That was uh, really important to Dollar General. And uh, so, you know, the, and then, uh, of course, uh, uh, the Natcher Parkway was... was uh, built so you know it was yeah the natural extension was was huge yes i mean it was and 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 don't forget the new interchange at uh cemetery road right, either man right. that was a big one there it, it really was and uh, i took a few cursings over that one uh i, I think <laughs> a, a lot of people did but you know there's a but to that <laughs> And, and that is is now the the people who did all the cursing are loving it. <laughs> well, that's true, and and it's, it's so used, and and uh, that and the Transpark were the ones that uh, uh, Mike and I took more uh, abuse over than other, any other. But uh, now they're two of the most appreciated. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Mike because. The whole idea of getting you on this program stemmed from a conversation I had recently where we were talking about uh, the book Trust and Inspire by Stephen Covey, his new book. Right. And we started talking about trust and inspired leaders within our community. And and it 
got off track a little bit on community first. Who who are the 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 trusted inspired leaders that thought about community first? And the, the only two names that came up <laughs> were Mike Buchanan and Jody Richards. And so you have always had this mantra about you. While you you are a lifelong Democrat, uh, Speaker of the House, and and you have to do some of the partisan things. But when it came to Warren County, South Central Kentucky, it was all about community first. Well, it was. And Mike, uh, such a good friend, and and, uh, he didn't mind asking. I'll tell you, in fact, the first one, (laughs) (laughs) we we had a relatively new justice center, but everybody knew it was way too small. In fact, I sat there the day that we that it was opened, and I thought, this building is, is way too small. It's not going to work. And then after uh, Mike was elected, uh, the justice center wasn't very old, but he called me w- one day, and we've got to have a new justice center. Twenty-six million dollars. Well, I and that was a long time ago when I gulped. Pretty yeah. good, and uh, uh, talked with uh, Governor Patton about it, and uh, and uh, so he just uh, never did seem like he wanted to get it done. And one night, he had the legislative leadership uh, over to the mansion for dinner, and he was going to lay out his program. And on the way in, he said, uh, uh, "Speaker, we're just not going to build that." Justice Center in Bowling Green. It's too expensive. I built one in Pike County for three million dollars, and it's really good. It's just that's too much money. And so I didn't say a thing. Went on in, and he explained his wonderful program of Empower Kentucky, and it was it's a great program, and and it brought our state government into the twentieth century, and uh, uh, it uh, put everything on computer and and put all of the uh, uh, state agencies on one phone line instead of a jillion. And this is in the uh, late 90s, yes. or, uh, 90s, early 2000s. Yes, yes that's yeah. right. Just for, for reference. That's, that's, <laughs> that's correct. And so uh, he uh, uh, he said, uh, talked about his program, and he said, can you help me, Speaker? And he <laughs> talked <laughs> yeah. real yeah, yeah. With And I said, no. Governor, I can't help you. He said, oh, well, this is a wonderful program. Why can't you help me? I said, I have to have that justice center. <laughs> he said, well, Speaker, why don't you come by the office in the morning at 8 o'clock and let's uh, let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, let's hash this out. <laughs> <laughs> so I went by at 8 o'clock. I was a little early, and uh, we got that done, and uh, we got— he got in Power, Kentucky, and we got a justice center. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, <laughs> and it was right around $30 million. Yeah, oh, it, was, it yeah. was expensive, and uh, uh, but it it has served well. Think about that. Yeah. That's been a long time. And uh, it uh, it's uh, that was about ni- uh, 1994 or 5, right through there, I think. Yeah, well, it was built in the early 2000s, 98, 99, something like that. And, you know, you think about um, the growth that we've had in this area and, you know, the amount of the need for courts, whether it's uh, circuit, (laughs) district, family. 
And and that's all grown over the years as well. And we've been fortunate to have um, Justice Minton, who um, was in, a, you know, as Key, spe- yeah. uh, as the uh, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. And that had a huge impact on us as well. It, it did. And we we didn't have many courts at that time. And, of course, we really have a, a, a lot as it's uh, dupli- duplicate over time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, that worked out, out real well. And, and uh, uh, of course, the... Uh, Transpark was a, a very uh, uh, divisive uh, project, but think about what it's meant f- to our community now. Yeah. And uh, uh, and just uh, with that one plant that's going to employ 2,000 people. And Talking about the uh, battery plant. The battery plant. The and then, then uh, Tyson is, uh, what, four or 500. So, you yeah, know, they're so, making bacon, baby. So anyway, that that has worked out real well. And, of course, Western uh, experienced super growth during that time, and we were able to kind of keep up with it and build some buildings that were very important. Yeah, let's talk about Western for a second because, you know, it's near and dear to both of us. Um, I think we're both former Hilltoppers. Yes. Um, And a lot of... People don't understand that even to, you know, buildings are one thing, you know, to and, and they have to be approved by the legislature. But we're, ta- we're talking about programs, too. Yes, yes. I remember the dogfight we went through for the College of Engineering. Right. The Doctorate of Nurse Practitioner. Right. I mean, uh, the the physical therapy program that, you know, those were all um had to had to have some legislation to make those happen. And, and talk about that a little bit. Well, um you know, there's always jealousy in higher education, and uh, the uh, two uh, larger institutions didn't like uh, the smaller ones uh, encroaching on their uh, purview. And so, yes, th- those were uh, the engineering program was a, a struggle, but how important it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, doctorate of education. They didn't. Uh, the, the other institutions didn't. They wanted to be the only doctoral granting granting institutions, and I'm not uh, uh, poor mouthing those folks because they they were taking care of themselves yeah, and protecting and, their turf. That's right. And there's never enough money to go around, and they could see the money splitting three ways and instead of two. So it, uh, but. It has meant so much to Western and to not only Western, but this whole community, this mm-hmm. whole area of the state. And uh, uh, I've had uh, people to to thank me for the for the program that they they really enjoyed it and and uh, were able to be gainfully employed. Yeah, that's right. So you know, it was it was during Speaker Richard's tenure that. WKU basically went. I, I don't want. I, I say this kind of tongue in cheek, but it was an, an educate. It was a teachers' college, yeah. and had a great journalism program. I mean, lots of great programs. Yeah. But you know, to go to that next level, you've got to have those doctorate programs. And you know, the College of Engineering, while it's not a doctorate program, it's very important because yeah. one of the one of the few areas where the United States is lacking yeah. is, is in, you know, the STEM uh, yeah, and, and engineering is a absolutely. big part of that. 
But having that doctorate of education, the doctorate of nurse practitioner, the doctorate of physical therapy, those are all things that 20 years ago we didn't have here. No, and and they're they're so important. And uh, we were under uh, under uh, in in medical. Uh, uh, practices. Uh, we didn't have enough nurses. There's still not enough nurses, right. but, uh, and, and, uh, God bless them. They're wonderful folks. And, and, uh, but this has really helped, uh, in that area. And let me mention one other program. That's the Gatton Academy. Uh, yeah. We can't go without talking about that. <laughs> the Gatton Academy, uh, for math and uh, science at Western Kentucky university brings in, the uh, some of the brightest and best in Kentucky and brings them here. And I've had the good fortune of helping to interview uh, students for that. And I'm telling you, they're so impressive. They're so bright. And yet, if they stayed in there, uh, they've all taken all the math and science that their high schools offered. Right. And uh, the and and yet they're so good at that and and so they come to bowling green and have uh, have college classes uh and uh when you see when one sees where these folks have gone uh to college of course a lot of western and some uk but then you have harvard stanford mit yeah. all the great uh the, the, yeah, the, the elite program. institutions of this country. <laughs> Absolutely. And and uh, one of the things is we try to keep those people in Kentucky mm-hmm. uh, because uh, to uh, uh, have a, a duplication of, of that kind of intelligence and, and education. So um, uh, the Gatton Academy is... Uh, a terrific program. In fact, tomorrow we're uh, interviewing students again for the next year. <laughs> there you go. And 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 there was legislation, special legislation that had to be passed for Gatton because oh, university professors don't have the same credentials as K through twelve right. professors, and so we had to. You know, that was the last uh, bill in that session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Roberts reminds me that that was the last one. And, uh, Talk about Julia Roberts yes, at the, at the and she, Center for she, Gifted uh, Studies. She says uh, uh, that uh, I told her that I had talked with her more that session than I had my wife. <laughs> yeah, people were starting to talk. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the College of Engineering program because – I want to I want to go back to that a little bit because it was a struggle. It was a struggle. Um, other institutions wanted to uh, have an engineering program, so the uh, we were it was tough to uh, get our program because we weren't going to have three or four more. So uh, we were uh, we were we worked real hard. In fact, the 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 guy the the man who was the head of that program, uh, I happened to be in a meeting uh, uh, in uh, San Antonio for some sort of meeting, and I was going down the San Antonio River in a little boat, and the guy on the uh, over on the side said, 
how about our engineering program? <laughs> yeah, speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get away from it. So anyway, it it it's meant so much to our institution that that program and and the aforementioned doctoral programs that just moves our institution up uh, several notches and and uh, yeah. it's a it's a, an outstanding university that means a lot to our whole state and uh, on that engineering program if i remember correctly it was a um, it was a a partnership with another university yes. at first yes and we we you know i remember the committee meetings yeah. where we had all the different people explaining why it shouldn't happen and why it yeah. should happen yeah. but in the end, I think it's uh, it pays to have a speaker of the house from the uh, <laughs> the university of choice. <laughs> well, well I, I hope so. Yeah, we had to partner with uh, another university for a short period of time, but then we, it's a standalone program now. Yeah, and and one other program we need to talk about because you were instrumental in this one as well is is the College of Medicine. I mean, we 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 we're making doctors here now, medical and, doctors. You know, <laughs> that gives me cold chills to tell you the truth. That uh, and you that having is, PTSD here? I mean, <laughs> that is so important, uh, and it, it just again sets our community apart to have, I think, 130 or such uh, number of of uh, future doctors, and uh, what that means to our community. Uh, it's just uh, it's just so important. So there's a there's a tie into a lot of this. So we've talked about the Transpark, we've talked about WKU, and you know how you know the College of Engineering is helping those manufacturing facilities out there at the Transpark and other places as well. But one of the one of the keys to a lot of the stuff that you know the College of Medicine, uh, the Justice Center is the the TIF, the tax increment financing legislation, which was really a, 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 a nice tool in the toolbox to help a lot of stuff happen. <laughs> it really was. It uh, Especially it's useful in areas that uh, it's a little hard to get projects built. Yeah. Uh, and the, way, the way I say it is you're taking areas – that aren't producing That's any right. jobs or tax revenue and c- converting them to where they are being productive. Right. And, and so doing, you get a certain percentage of the taxes uh, in that area, the income taxes, the sales taxes, uh, property taxes. And uh, so uh, it has enabled uh, our area to build a building up on the hill at Western Sky Pack, which I want to mention just a little bit more in a minute, mm-hmm. and the Western buildings down on the bypass. Yep, College of Medicine. Yes, and uh, and, and the nursing building. Yep, the alumni center was yes. was part of the yes. the TIF. Yes, and yes. then there were there were others. The ballpark. Yes, uh, is in the TIF the, district. Yes, the ballpark is a very important one, and and Sky Pack those. Those two things uh, uh, enhance the quality of life in our community, which is so important in when you want to bring in uh, uh, industries, uh, and it, those those things are important. Uh, of course, I've been very involved in, in SkyPack, and it has uh, 75 programs a year mm-hmm. uh, and uh, enhances our cultural 
uh, interest, uh, not just in Bowling Green, Warren County, but this whole area of the state. Anytime one goes to Skypack, they and and to the ballpark, they mm-hmm. see people from all over this whole area. Right. And I don't want to underestimate the value of, of the ballpark because that uh, our size town to have uh, uh, professional baseball is. Uh, We're the smallest market for professional baseball. Yeah. And the attendance is always good. Yep. And uh, enthusiasm. Uh, so. Uh, those two things have have enhanced the quality of life in our community. Absolutely. And then um, one of the first projects that that I kind of remember you, I know you've been you were involved a long time before I came on 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 the scene. But the L and N train depot, I w- I remember the day that Governor Patton came to town and brought the big check yeah. and uh, we were standing in there with bats and spider webs. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I've heard you tell this story before, how you used to travel from the L and N train depot. I did. Uh, uh, we, uh, it was the nearest uh, train uh, station to Columbia where we grew up. And mm-hmm. during the war, uh, our dad had to work in Mississippi uh, in uh, uh painting uh, fences and barns and that kind of thing. And so we went down and visited him in the summer, and we went out of that uh, depot. Uh, Kathy Curtis was the head of that depot, and we uh, several people had put quite a bit of money up, mm-hmm. and uh, we were afraid uh, that they were going to lose their money if we didn't get something done. So... Uh, I, uh, Kathy called me down there and I got Governor Jones down and he stood on a pile of rubble and promised to give us $2.2 million out of the uh, uh, ice tea funds. Uh, ice is for interstate and tea's for travel. And I don't know, it had some more, na- uh, no more initials, but. Yeah, that that's a fund that you use for special projects right. that. Uh, need help. <laughs> yes, dealing with transportation. Yeah, that has something to do with transportation. So we, uh, he, he promised us that. Well, uh, one day I was going up to my speaker's office, and one of his aides came running out and said, Speaker, uh, we're just not going to be able to, uh, we, we've given you $1.1 million, but we're not going to be able to finish it. Uh, I needed that money in northern Kentucky. Well, uh, so... Uh, we had to wait till Governor Patton came in. Then he, uh, I prevailed on him. We finally got that done. And that building is so important historically and aesthetically. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful building. Absolutely. And uh, and is really used now. And and uh, I'm pleased with that. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's a great event venue. Of course, you have the train museum there now. Yeah. Uh, they're always having things going on there. Right. So. And uh, it's been restored. It's got some beautiful murals you know, inside. It does. And, and so if you haven't the, been in there, go check it out. The uh, waiting room's not near as big as it was when I was. <laughs> I thought it was huge. It, yeah. Then, but it, it's, it's funny how as you get older, things seem smaller. <laughs> they do. <laughs> than they were when you were a kid. Right. But anyhow, and just another great uh, attribute to this community is having having the, the LNN train depot restored. Thank you. And uh you know, we talked a little bit about WKU, but 
but all the nice structures that we have on campus, you know, and those are important because it, as we know, people want to be in a work in a space and be in a space that is modern, that is clean, that is efficient. And, um, you know, you had a big hand in all that at WKU getting, getting those projects funded. Well, thank you. And, uh, we, we built three, uh, science buildings, uh, during time I was in the legislature and, and, uh, that's so important. We've been known for training people to to go to medical school and to dental school and and other uh, science uh, areas, and uh, so uh, it, it's it's uh, been very helpful. And, and I'm appreciative of being able to get that kind of thing done. Yeah, it's it, it's fantastic. So let's talk you, you talked about the major road projects, I-65, 165, 6880, 231 and infrastructure has been a, a big part of, of the work the legislature has done, especially the delegation from here. You're right. Because uh, in, in in my tenure in the legislature, I didn't have a lot to do with water and sewer. Because uh, those funds kind of dried up uh, after I got there, but you know we had tobacco settlement funds yeah. at one time and the coal severance funds, and a lot of the, those monies were used for for infrastructure as well. But um, talk about the importance of these projects and and why they they mean so much to this region. Well, uh, the, certainly uh, roads uh, are, are important, but the but. Clean water and, and an adequate amount of clean water. Uh, that uh, we worked on on that, and of course our community has been growing all that time. So we had to extend uh, water and sewer, uh, and uh, we had we had to help doing do that too. So uh, roads and and bridges, water, sewer, uh, streets. Uh, all of that's important, and we let's see. During the time I was there, and and maybe the time you were there, we built one, two, three more uh, exits on I sixty five. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So we have exit thirty, uh, <laughs> the the Transpark exit. Yeah, was one of them. Well, and, uh, the, the uh, there was the. Uh, one at uh, Cemetery Road, mm -hmm. and then the very first one coming in from the south. That was uh, that was uh, that that connected the Natcher. Yeah. Okay. That was before me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, those three we did uh, while I was in the. But I, I do remember, and I think '05, uh, the debt was retired on the parkways, and yeah. the toll booths came off. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I think you you were a part of that as well. Um, so what year did you come into legislature? 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and Lincoln were freshmen together. Uh, 1976. That's what, that's what I was thinking. I, I've told you this before. I was 10 years old in 1976. <laughs> well, I was a little older than that. So, and you spent nearly 50 years in the legislature? 43. 43. Cl I'm going to say close to 50. <laughs> 45. <laughs> okay. But, you know, in 43 years, uh, you, you had quite an impact on this, uh, this region and Thank our community. And, and it shows, and I know, uh, you know, people from both sides of the aisle have, uh, are very appreciative of, of all the things you've done. And you've, you did really good at working with everybody. 
Um, like I said, sometimes you got to be partisan, but but for the most part, you you're pretty even handed and and fair with everyone, regardless of their their party affiliation. And I always appreciated that. I thought that was important, and certainly working with Mike. Uh, I mean, a lot Buchanan, of pe- yeah. lot of people Buchanan, yeah, a lot of people uh, sort of wondered at that uh, how we could get along so well. But we've never had a, a crossword. We had the same goals in mind to. Uh, Mike really, uh, he was a builder and I wanted to be a builder. And so, uh, and, and we were kind of, uh, behind the times in many areas. So, uh, we, uh, I, I think Mike has done so much to our, for our community and, and really we're the, we're the envy of the state. I agree. Uh, uh and, uh, people, uh, are just amazed when they come from other places to see the quality of life that we have here. And, and I think that's so important. It is important. So looking back, you know, in retrospect, yes, sir. Uh, what, are, what, are, what are some of the things that, that you're most proud of in terms of the impact you've had on Bowling Green and the state of Kentucky as a whole? It's a loaded question, isn't it? Well, it, it is. Um, um, I, I think that the uh, annual sessions uh, is an important uh, uh, improvement. Uh, when I first went, the governor was just totally important, uh, totally uh, responsible for everything. He just we we were able to do whatever the governor wanted us to do, and no more. And uh, I I felt like for the system to work properly that the General Assembly needed to be a co-equal branch of government. When I first went, we only met 30 days, uh, uh, excuse me, 60 60 business, uh, 60 days, 60 days, and then it turned to 60 business days. And then... uh, uh, Every two years. Yes, every two years. Yeah. And then uh, I did sponsor the annual sessions amendment. It lost the first year by uh, the first time we put it up by just a few votes. And I thought, you know, with a little work, I think we can pass it. And, you know, sometimes we get gust dusted with the General Assembly or the governor. But the thing is, for the system to work properly, they need to be co-equal. Right. And so that's what uh, we've tried to get done. Yeah. Well, you've done a good job. Thank you. And we appreciate everything you've done Thank for you so much. Bowling Green, Warren County, South Appreciate Central. everything you did when you were there. We uh, we worked together well and uh, well, got, I, got a lot done. You know, I, when I came in, it was probably not your favorite thing in the world, but I, I will say this, and I, I tell people this all the time when they ask, you took care of me. You made sure that I was on the committees that were important to Bowling Green and Warren County, and that was education economic development and transportation right, right, right. <laughs> so uh we, we you had another vote in all three of those committees <laughs> most of the time <laughs> yeah. well, that's, that's good enough yeah all right hey speaker richards thanks for being on the program well, thank you so much uh, jim and and uh, you have a good day my friend you as well 
What a great conversation with one of Kentucky's great political figures, Speaker Jody Richards. If you've enjoyed this week's program, take a moment to leave us a review on the DeCesare Group podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. And follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And subscribe to our newsletter, Soki Economic Development and Business News, on our website, thedeCesareGroup.com. Today's program is produced by the DeCesare Group, a full-service public relations and consulting firm specializing in small and medium-sized businesses in South Central Kentucky. Our engineer and former legislative page is Justin DeCesare. Our content contributors are Brooke Mattingly and Amy DeCesare. Thanks for listening to the DeCesare Group podcast. Until next time, I'm Jim DeCesare.